Love that. Love that answer. All right, let me uh, go live, hit the branding button. How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Jamie Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined today by the founder and editor-in-chief of Status Fitness Magazine, Rodney Jang. Rodney, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Uh, the pleasure is absolutely ours. I mean, there's really no medium. There's no part of the world that Status Fitness doesn't cover, whether it's your podcast, your model search, the magazine itself, your social media presence. Um, I would love to hear about how you got started. What made you want to bring something like Status Fitness to the fitness industry? Um, th thanks for asking. Um, many years ago, um, as, as most of us, we're always into fitness and health and everything, but we don't really um, know how to be able to achieve and get the education information because there's so much information out there, but it's not necessarily dialed into being accurate and helpful. Okay. So by having the background of a strong interest in that, then I would go and speak with a lot of people in the fitness industry and find out what their backgrounds were, how they came about. And developing that, it just evolved into a point where, hey, a media company would be a terrific thing to be able to work through and to be able to put all these pe people in a place in a professional type of a network. And with magazines, because we were founded 18 years ago, magazines were very, very, very popular back then. And, and so with with my educational background and the and the interest combine those together it was just an absolute natural fit that's incredible that's incredible and i love that your emphasis is on both the education or the accurate education but also keeping it interesting keeping it entertaining as well how do you think i mean with the advent of social media and and so many different popular mediums coming out what do you attribute your ability to pivot and keep up with the newest trends? So a lot of people said, what's going to happen with social media coming out? Because social media was just beginning when the magazine was out. Mm -hmm. And said, well, with that, is it going to replace it? Is it going to eliminate it? Because everyone can have an Instagram account. Yep. And, you know, so that got us thinking. And, and so, well, we built our brand and it was based on credibility. So... Uh, with the with doctors with the top coaches the top trainers getting all this information well we realized really quickly that with our platform and with our magazine we could actually not just pivot but expand it's an evolution more of an evolution so we keep our name our brand but then we add the elements we add the social media we add ways to be able to get that message out quicker and faster. So we use that to our advantage to be able to get the information out, but we still stay true to our values of providing credible, accurate information. I love that. So did, did the change ever scare you, Rodney? Did you ever feel threatened or did you right away see it as an opportunity for growth? Um, absolute opportunity for growth um, because 
every time you go into a situation, there's going to be changes. There's going to be changes. There's going to be changes in a couple more years, but we have to be able to adjust with, think of it like, like the water, you, you have to kind of roll with everything and with a challenge becomes opportunity. And, and with this opportunity of social media, we knew we could access many more people who don't even know about health and fitness, who don't know where to turn. And if we can connect and access these people, then we would be able to provide them with quality information. And our subscription level has gone up at a much higher trend because we access more people. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about the creators because you've also gone from, you know, cover models to social media influencers to professional athletes. How have you seen that kind of landscape change and and what do you even think of it? Because you and I were in the industry back when it was only IFBB pros getting these sponsorships, getting magazine covers, and now it's, it's capital I influencers. Yes. With the landscape changing, um, people, more people can access more information. They can access information. They can be their own brand, so to speak, which is terrific because it just promotes the sport more mm -hmm. and the activities and lifestyle and health, because we have a very busy life. All of us, we all have, everybody has a busy life, whether you're a mother of two, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an employee, where you're a business owner, it doesn't really matter. Everybody has a busy life and it's getting busier. Yes. So with the internet and with social media, we can fast track and we can dial in what we're interested in and to be able to access it and, and apply that to our life to speed things up for us. I love that. I love that. Um, and on the, on the topic of creators, I mean, one of your claims to fame is the studios, plural, that you've created. One is in Los Angeles, California. The other is in Vancouver, BC. What made you, can you talk a little bit about the creator studio, what's involved, but also why you even opened up that space to creators? Yeah. So this was fundamental and evolution, not a pivot, but an evolution. So with all the people that have Instagram and TikTok now in all these areas, they have, they have lots of interesting fitness information to be able to provide. They have their own platform to be able to go put it out there, but they don't know how to monetize things because they're a one person show, mm -hmm. you know, they, they have a look or a message that they get out. And a lot of people subscribe because it's free to subscribe to somebody's account sure. that doesn't necessarily convert into sales. So in order to be able to do that, you have to have professional quality that people would want to spend money on. So okay. if I am an influencer with 500,000 or a million followers, well, I need to be able to engage them, need to be able to give them great value. So I might have that in my head and the stuff that I learned from, but I need a platform. And because I'm a single person, I don't have a team. So where do I get a team? Where do I get a videographer? Where do I get an editor? Where do I get the copywriter? Where do I get the graphic designer? Um, where do I get all these things? Yeah. Well, we have a one-stop shop in order for these influencers to be able to come in with a, with a fitness background to work with professional video editors and videographers and copywriters to that have a fitness background. So we'll understand the language that the individual is speaking of. We combine those people together and give a, it creates beautiful music, very easy to be able to be done. So the creator is great at creating, yeah, but not the admin and putting those things together. That's what our team has been doing for 18 years. 
And so it's a perfect marriage to be able to connect to. So in LA, we have one very close to Gold's Gym where we have a podcast room. We have a gym for video and photos and we have a full kitchen with three cameras set up for angles because you know, Jamie, how important nutrition is. And nutrition, you have to eat very clean, but it doesn't have to be boring. Yeah. So if you have fun educational videos that somebody can quickly watch and apply in their life, it, it sets people up for success. So we have that in Vancouver and we have that in, L in LA and it's incredibly popular um, really every single day. And so I'm curious, do people sign up uh, through a website and they can just book a time slot of one hour, two hours? Um, kind of like that, be because it's so busy. Um, if if we had a time slot to be set up like that, it would it it they wouldn't be able they'd be booked out you know three months in advance. It wouldn't work that way because it's all about um, expediting. So if somebody has an idea, they have to go through um, the area of not just booking out the place like a like an Airbnb place. This is somewhere where we actually hold your hand. We work through the concepts of what would be popular, how it matches your brand from beginning to end. Yeah. And in order to be able to do that, we have lots of people that inquire and it's word of mouth to be able to go through. People see a video of, of the studio and then we get um, 30 leads immediately to be able to go through through that area. So yeah. now that it's been around for several years, um, there, there's so there's so many. We actually need a third studio. I was going to say, I mean, Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, we've got a big scene here. Yes. My friend, let me know when you're coming down. Yes, absolutely. Um, with so much that you've done, Rodney, and how long uh, you've been in the industry and how innovative you've been, what is your take on the, the saying imitation is the most sincere form of flattery? Because there's no doubt in my mind that magazines, podcasts, even potentially other studios like the ones you made have pulled some ideas from status. I mean, when you've been around as long as you have, it's, it's inevitable. So how do you feel when you see someone else borrowing some of your IP, as it were? Yeah, it, very interesting because in the first five years, this happened a lot and it really bothered us because we put all this work together to get our design style, everything, everything be done. And also the network who we, who we target, you know, mm -hmm. so we are very specific on our target market that, that, that we go after and the information that we provide. Well, we've had many people just replicate that, including another magazine would just replicate it and just kind of rip that off. And mm -hmm. That was very difficult at the beginning, but then what, what happened is if they are always copying, let them copy because we're still going to be innovative um, the next month and the next year. So they're always going to be behind. So instead of worrying about the negativity, we yeah. just focus on, you know, being innovative and doing what's true to our values of making a difference. I love that. I have, I have a similar philosophy. You know, we call ourselves content creators, but then my friends will say, well, did you see the newest trend? Well, if you're hopping on a trend, you're not creating, you're following, right? You're consuming and then kind of making it your own. Maybe I prefer to, you know, salmon swimming up the current uh, away from what everyone else is doing. So I absolutely love that. Thank you. What has been one of the biggest changes? You know, you said things aren't, things aren't the same now as they were two to three years ago. And in two to three years from now, they won't be the same again. I mean, I'm going to say in six months from now, something else will happen. What do you think one of the biggest changes will go in print and will go in the online digital space has been in the last five years? 
So back to your question earlier about, about the pivoting. Well, the magazine is actually more popular now and the print magazine is actually more popular now. So we're our distributor and where we get printed. We, we print in, the, in, in Denver, Colorado, the same one that does the, the Denver Broncos. So it's a huge, huge printing house to be able to go through. And then we have um, distributors throughout um, North America. And what they do is, it's very interesting seeing that their statistics. So they see all the magazines. So they've gone through, um, their, of the amount of magazines that they had 12 years ago is less than there are now. However, yeah. however, the ones that are still around have increased so much that they've actually replaced and more the ones that have um, um, deceased. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All and right. so in our case, this is so true. So all, all fitness influencers and creators, they all have an Instagram account. They all have these areas. But the thing is that now what separates them from everybody else? Yep. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Is it followers? Is it 800,000 followers to 900,000 followers? What is the difference? No, it's the print. So if they can get published in a print publication, it's they've made it because now that's the endorsement of credibility, because Absolutely. now a third party media source has to acknowledge that you are special, that your story is worth telling. I think that's amazing. And it, it's also something that can't be purchased. I can't, I can't buy an article about myself in status magazine, but I can certainly go to a, an Instagram growth campaign service and buy another hundred thousand followers. Right. Absolutely. That's the third party credibility piece. Yeah. And that's what the public needs to be able to know because the public, who do you trust? Do you trust an influencer with 800,000 or do you, do you trust an influencer with 800,000 that has been endorsed? by a third party 18 year old fitness publication yeah. it's, it's very easy for the consumer to be able to make that decision yeah yep 100 and then what would you say has been the biggest change in the online or digital space in the last five years well there's more people available so so now what happens is everybody has a phone and everybody has social media accounts. Everyone has internet actually so everyone has a phone now and then everyone has access to internet it's not just wi-fi Everyone has the 5G, they have access to it. So you have access to it at any point throughout the day. Yep. Well, knowing that, you can touch more people with that. So now, but, but now the space becomes noisy. So now what you have to do is to be able to provide quality information to be able to separate because we have to bid for people's time. Yep. Yeah. Everybody only has X amount of minutes or hours. So how do we take that time? We have to provide value, extensive value that can benefit their lives, solve problems that are happening in their lives to be able to earn their time. So interesting, Rodney. And I want to, I'm going to piggyback off the previous question. We're bidding for people's time, which is the most valuable and scarce resource, right? It's non-renewable. Where does status podcast, where does status magazine, online blogs come up with ideas for what would be considered valuable to people? How do you guys constantly churn out what people want to read and hear? So we don't know everything. How we learn is by learning. So we go to our target market and we ask, it's simple. We ask what interests you? So fitness people, so coaches, trainers, um, fitness enthusiasts, mothers, 
entrepreneur, whatever it might be, we ask because everyone has this in common. I don't mm -hmm. care how much money you have. I don't care. It, it doesn't matter anything. The most important thing you can have is your health. Yep. Your health and your fitness is number one. There's nothing more important than that. You could have $5 million, but if somebody is suffering from a rare disease that it costs $5 million to, to solve, you would happily put that money in there to be able to go and pay for that. So health and fitness is number one, regardless of whether your gender you are, what color your skin is, what language you speak, it doesn't matter. So knowing that, we, we look and we ask the people, what's important to you? We know it's their health, so related to that, what do you want to be able to learn? So that could be weight loss, that could be feeling younger, that could be to be able to be more athletic. Maybe it's the um, parent or grandparent that wants to play with their kids or grandkids, but they don't feel like they can until they go on to a better nutrition, but they don't know how to do it because they've tried 20, 30, 40 different diets in the past and it's failed, so they've given up. Well, we want to be the hope. We want to be able to be provide the information where it's very clear, very simple to be able to obtain. So how we get that information of what needs to be done is by asking. We have model search. We go to many different conferences, many shows, and we're out there interviewing people, not just experts, but everyday people. It's the combination of two to give us a full perspective. Once yeah. we have that perspective, our team goes and sits down and then we get experts like yourself for interviews of how we can achieve those results by providing quality information in a program that can be provided to the individuals. I love that. And I, I can't see a reason why anyone in the online personal training space couldn't use that exact same framework for their own content creation. I mean, Rodney, it's kept your business alive for 18 years. All you have to do is ask. So I think it's incredible advice for trainers who are like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to create content about. Ask people what they want to read. Ask them what they want to hear. Let them create the content for you. Yeah, we always think we know what's best. But actually what matters is the simplest, easiest, clearest way is to be able to do exactly that. Ask because yeah. they will tell you. And when you hear that again and again, then that can put you down, put you down the right path. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So let's segue a little bit more into the online training landscape, because I'm sure a lot of the people who write for status or just contribute in general or are featured in status are now online personal trainers, right? Yes, many are. How have you seen what the trainers are focusing on change? Like, what are we writing about now versus what we were writing about then? Well, it really depends. One thing I have to say is with the online trainers, one thing that actually we support them in the regard when we when we go through an interview off camera, we talk about their niche. There's lots of people that have a per personal training. They want to go online because I can work from home. I can access more people, make more money that way. All that is true. But what happens is everybody is online in all different niches. It's yeah. very generalized. So if you target everybody, you are going to struggle. 
it's going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. So one area is, is that what are you passionate about? What, what people can you best relate to? Who can you connect best with? The, that is the area that you would be able to be targeting. And by doing that, you'll enjoy yourself. You will be passionate about it. You'll be enthusiastic about it. And you will be able to connect with people. And they will be able to trust you, believe in you. And by, by doing that, you can develop that relationship to be able to and to be able to find out what the challenges are and then to be able to provide the solutions. I love that. So again, so your advice would be, I guess, once upon a time, it was let's talk fat loss and muscle gain to all males and females everywhere. And now it's like helping busy moms between 30 and 45 with their hormones post-pregnancy. Yes, yes. Exactly like that. That that's that would be one niche to yeah. be able to, to be able to go for. So you wouldn't take the same niche of twenty-two-year-old athletic kids, athletic boys trying to be able to make um, professional football or baseball. That would not be the same coach. Yeah. Right. Right. Of course. Of course. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Um, the other thing I've noticed is the popularity rising of business mentors and business mentorship specifically for online trainers because i guess with any budding industry uh we need people to coach these people on how to do better um do you see a lot of that as well i do it's absolutely crucial absolutely crucial to be able to have a mentor so you're as a coach so say i'm a coach I love fitness. I'm a coach. I got my personal training certificate. Now I go work at a local gym. Now I do something online. Okay. It's very, very common. Yep. Okay. So I understand how to train people. I understand how to help people with the um, biomechanics. I understand the functionality of nutrition, um, nutrition, training, supplements, rest. I understand all that, but I don't know how to be able to, what's the difference between a prospect, and and a client i don't understand how to be able to move them across the journey i don't understand any of that so then guess what after a while i put all the time this is not meant for me and then i quit yeah well that's a shame because that person's fire is now put out because they don't understand the business aspect of it because when you take a personal training certificate program there's no business course with that to be able to be done yep. so thank goodness for mentorship because mentorship in the niche space of personal trainers can provide what a, a map, a map, an SOP plans to be able to take a personal trainer, allow them to do the stuff that they love and passion about, but to be able to provide them the solutions so they can navigate the terrain that it would be to be able to bring on prospects per, um, to identify what their issues are and then to be able to lay out the solution in a clear and effective manner. I love that. I love that advice. Rodney, before we finish up, I'm curious, what advice would you give a budding online trainer about gaining credibility, adding value, still providing education while being entertainment in this current uh, climate? How do you stand out? Well, first, the first things first, and I'm going to repeat it again, it's find your niche. Mm -hmm. Focus on the individual person. Like, no, don't throw spaghetti on the wall. Focus on something that you're passionate about, an area that you're passionate about, that you know it had help. Be the expert in the category. Okay? Yep. Then you build that trust. Once you build that trust, that client 
wants to work with you because they're seeing results. They're seeing that you care. They're seeing that you're empathetic, that they seen that you're knowledgeable, that you're there for them. You're not distracted running after the next person. Then with that, the individual client, you develop a, that business relationship and, and what they do is they tell all their friends who would be in their demographic. Um, I, you got to use this person. You got to use this person. This person changed my life. I'm suddenly happy. And that's what it's all about suddenly happy then so what happens there is you get the individual they come over and and then okay so it could be on training and then a nutrition plan well at that point they're there they're going to ask you for a nutrition plan so now you have let's call it an upsell an additional piece to the pie so an a la carte and then they might want some sort of individual one-on-one -on -one mentorship whether that's in person or whether that is online. So that is another upsell. And then it could be another area where, okay, you have to work on um, areas like supplementation, which is super effective in a lot of ways. Well, they're gonna want your recommendations over somebody else's. So you're increasing the arm, the, 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 the value of the individual customer to you. So you can focus on them taking care of them as opposed to just chasing everyone down the street. Sure. Sure. I love that. I love that so much. Rodney, where can people find you uh, if they want to pick your brain even more or check out the uh, Status Fitness Studios for themselves? Um, so statusfitnessmagazine.com. Um, you can go, go there um, at Status Fitness um, on, on all the social media. You can go and connect. We have a, a team there that is super responsive to be able to go through. And if somebody wants to talk to me personally, they can connect through one of our, one of our representatives there and we'll, we'll pass that on through me. Love it. Love it guys. Thank you so much for, uh, thank, well, thank you, Rodney, for your time, your wisdom, your expertise. We really appreciate it. Um, great catching up, Jamie. You too. You too. Thank you all in podcast land so much for listening. We are at Trainer Revenue Multiplier. If you like what you heard, make sure that you rate, subscribe, share the heck out of this episode to boost us up. Like Rodney said, tell other people if you found something that works for you that's in your network and just have the best rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.